Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. You're listening to The Pete and Sebastian Show on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. This is The Pete and Sebastian Show. With Pete Corielli and Sebastian Maniscalco. Pete, biscuit, it's Jimmy from Boston. Biscuit, listen to me. One, those fuckers can take it on the chin for not picking up your show. Worst decision those shitheads could have made. Terrible, awful, awful choice. Yeah, but don't worry, kid. You are, you're well on your way. Your time is going to come. Two, Tony Danza is never, ever talking to you again. You mushed his return to sitcom startup. Friends for life, you said. Get that thought out of your head. You're out, kid. You're out. Right. I won't forget you, baby. I That's it, baby. Showtime. I'm trying to mix it up. I'm not going with the same Pete and Sebastian. Here we go. What's up, bro? I like it. Showtime. Let's just uh, start with that from now on. Showtime! <laughs> that's, see, that's a talent you got. I was talking to Jackie about it the other day. I go, the guy's got away with the words that, like, right there now. I mean, man like me, I say showtime all the time. Now you go, showtime! <laughs> and it's got a fucking catch, bro. You got, you got a political future, too. I mean, most presidents would go, unfortunately, we're going to war. You'd be like, it's wartime! <laughs> wartime! Sebastian's here! Oh, man. Good to be back up on the cast. What's new? What's exciting? What's on the slate here for today's show? Well, okay. We definitely got an Italian take. It's been a while. Put together about five of those that I really need your opinion on. Have a couple of family questions. And uh, other than that, whatever you got on the table. I didn't get into the Australia trivia. I remember we did that once before. We know what's there. You know what's there, bro. All right? Just, yeah. We all know. We all know what's going on in Australia. There's a bunch of fosters, beer, and kangaroos. That's about the extent of it. But I'm looking forward uh, to getting there. 15, uh, almost a 16-hour flight. Could you do that? I, 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 what would guess you do? I, I guess I could if I had to. I never have. But I What mean, would you do on a flight like that? Obviously, with sleep. But how do you, yeah. uh, what do you do? Well, yeah, I want to ask you, but I, I just, Jackie went to South Africa, and the second time I was going to go with her, and I honestly, bro, the, the reason I didn't go, the biggest reason was I just didn't want to do that flight. I mean, she had to work a lot, too, so, but that's how intimidating it was. That was even longer than that, but 
I don't know what I do. What are you going to do? Are you going to plan on trying to get like eight hours sleep in the middle of this shit? Well, do you take any type of sleeping uh, pills? Have you in the past? No. Neither have I, and I'm not going to start this trip, but I talk to people, and I feel like everybody's on something. I mean, people go, yeah, just take a couple Ambien. Now, I don't know if any of the listeners are on this Ambien, but I know a few people that have taken this thing, and they wake up and they, like, sleepwalk to Walgreens. I I ain't taking Ambien on an airplane. Well, I mean, you know, you got 15 hours, so if you take it as soon as you get on, you got time to come back off of it when you land. No, I'm telling you, while they're on it, they don't remember what they do. Oh. They, they say stuff that they don't remember. They behave in a manner which could be embarrassing. I mean, I ain't doing that. I think a guy like you, what I think, because obviously you're going with Lana, right? Mm-hmm. I, I, I think you guys should, and I know how you fly too, so it's going to be styling. So I think you guys should should treat it like we're going to have a nice dinner because uh, it's an overnight flight. Starts at ten o'clock at night here in LA. Yeah. Yeah, maybe start with a couple of not yet, not yet. Don't start at the airport, but when you get on the plane, have a few wines, get buzzed. But right before you're tired and you're going to pass out like you normally would at home. Be aware of that and chug a lot of water. Brush your teeth. Get the shit that you're gonna want when you come to right in front of you because when you wake up and you're still on that plane, now you got a little hangover, you wanna be prepared for that and limit mm, that. Nice, I like yeah. that idea. Yeah, I like you know, I mean, you and Lana, you guys are still practically newlyweds. You could go shit five hours drinking the two bottles of wine before the plane ride is even an issue, before you're even <laughs> going, how long is this goddamn thing? Well, you know, the problem with drinking on these long flights is it dehydrates you and it gives you more of a headache than you should have. So I don't know if drinking is the key with us. However, um, you know, my wife and I, I don't know how you feel about this, but I'm going to give you like a little insight into our life. My wife and I, when we go to bed, we we like the, there's, there's touching involved, not, not, not. I'm not talking sex per se, but I like to uh I like to snuggle. No. Yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> you're uh, you're a needy, you're a needy guy. You cry at the uh, on yeah. that boss show. But I mean, how long do you hold the snuggle? Cuz I'll be honest too. I like Jackie won't come over to my territory. She's just not. But yeah. she's like always like you can come over here. So I'll go over there. I put my arm around her because I like the way it feels. But I'll, I'll tell her, uh, don't worry, this is only going to be five minutes. Because like, I can't stay like that and she wouldn't want me to. Yeah. And then I roll over and we're back to back. But, but that's once, in, you know, once a week. Usually the most, bro, I mean, at least you have some touch. What I'll do is I'll lay in bed and I'll just lean over and just with my fist, I'll just give a little light love tap into her shoulder blade. Like, hey, kid, I know you're here. You know, like a like a small jab? Just a, no, just so <laughs> light you wouldn't even break an eggshell. Just a little touch to say just little I little just touch. got in bed and I know that you know that I'm in here. And we're in here together. Boom. That's all. A little touch. You can't get in bed and not have any physical contact at all. No, but 
I, I, Lana and I have an advantage when it comes to the snuggle that I don't think a lot of couples do. Not that a lot of couples do, but like you and Jackie are about the same height, right? Well, no, I'm. She's tall for a girl, for a woman, and I'm. Yeah, so. so she, not I mean, she, she's about what one inch, two inches shorter than you, maybe. Okay, like five. All right. Five. Yeah, she's like five seven. I'm like six. You're six feet. Y yeah. What are you even talking about, bro? I know, I know you dabble under in the five range. I don't. I'm I six know, I, an exact half inch. I know we did this when we were together at the improv. We we measured how how tall you were. So I don't. I, I thought Jackie was five ten, man. She's about five, five eight, five eight, five eight. Okay, what? Well, well, she, yeah. she grow, she's growing during the conversation. No, the my wife is five eight. Point is, we're both tall. You and Lana, what? One's tall, one's short. You got yeah. a nice fit. Yeah, there's a nice fit there. She's so damn small. She kind of just fits into my. Uh, it's a nice, like a puzzle piece almost. I'm not saying that you and Jackie don't fit well. Nice. I'm, just, I'm just saying she's. I'm 5'10", she's about 5'4". So there's a good six inches there, and it makes for a nice snuggle. Now, are you sure she likes it as much as you? Because you could be domineering. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe I like it more than her, but it's... I mean, if I was a woman, I don't know if I'd want to be bear-hugged by a fucking Italian man every night. Like, <laughs> oh, here we go. He's going to pull me into the, to the cave. In between the pecs. Come here, baby. Get between the pecs. And then you put your, your big uh, arm around the right, and uh, and you shave your arms, right? Are we talking? No. Oh, we're not doing that. Arms. Oh, I thought that was a time. By the, way, was a time. by the way, I didn't tell you this. I went for the laser hair removal again on the back. Yeah, yeah. Did I tell you this? No, not again. No. How's it going? Uh, yeah, so we're going on this trip, so I figured I needed to clean it up back there a little bit. And a woman burned my shoulder. I don't know what happened. The, uh, the laser went a little rogue. Yeah. And, uh, it took a chunk out of my shoulder. She says, it's a new machine, so what it does is kind of sucks up your skin and, I don't know, lasers it off that way. Well, yeah. the way my skin was positioned in the suction cup take, took some skin off, so she immediately put ice on it. When I took the ice bag off, she goes, oh, yeah, that's frostbite. I go, it ain't frostbite. That's from the laser. The laser did that. She's like, yeah, no, no, I, no, the laser didn't do that. What? Frostbite? I, I don't know that uh, frostbite is better than a laser burn anyway, lady. That's like... <laughs> That's like me saying it's cancer, and you go, no, no, that's leprosy. Well, what the fuck? I'm still losing, lady. I mean, frostbite? Who throws out frostbite like it's a, oh, yeah, no, that's a cup of tea. Yeah, she just threw out a frostbite like it was nothing. Frost, I mean, my next question would be, should I, you know, fill out the, the form to sue you right here while I'm here to save the stamp, or do I got to go home and formally mail it? Oh, man. Are you so, suing for skin damage? Yeah, You know, you chuck it up as an L and you walk out of there, Sue. When did this happen? This was last week and, um, yeah, it was, uh, I don't know, it's, it's, it's kind of scabbing right now. It's not looking good. They're still nervous at that shop. They still can't believe a lawyer hasn't called yet on your behalf. 
sorry, you know, machine went uh, went a little haywire, <laughs> and uh, it cut you. And then we tried to make it better with ice, and now you have frostbite over the laser burn. <laughs> frostbite over the laser burn. Jesus, why don't you just smoke a cigarette in a tanning bed? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So what? So is this going to heal by the trip or what? Yeah, it'd be all right. Pop a tan over it. We should be all right to go. Well, we know there's no hair in that spot. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I got. I, I can't believe there was no. You didn't do anything as far as a complaint, but it, it it brings me to one of my topic questions that I needed to ask your opinion, Jackie and I specifically. Yeah. Now, last week she went to this specific class on a Saturday night at a gym. Saturday morning at a gym. It's an hour long. Uh, I forget what you call it. It's like one of these uh, workout high-powered workouts where you use weights and there's squats and, you know, push it, move it left, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, she she's in great shape. She goes to the gym all the time. She runs a lot, so it wasn't... And, it, and the women in there, was about 10 of them, and they were all in killer shape. And Jackie says, you know, you basically grab a bar. And long story short, she came home, and two days later, she couldn't lift her arm, like the left arm. And, you know, you, you, I was cool. I have sympathy because it's my wife, but... You know, when you have an injury from working out, it's a tough sell unless you're only talking to people that really care about you because what are we talking about? You worked out too hard, <laughs> you know? So so I told her it'll heal in a few days, and every morning she's like, it's never been this bad, I can't believe it. And then she went to a, a doctor she goes to for a knee, and she just told him about the shoulder. And he's like, yeah, you worked out too hard. You, you did like five workouts in one workout. You burnt out the muscle. You pulled it and it's inflamed and it's healing. So we're talking one night about it, and I said, well, how, how many, what, what was the weight you were using? She's like, I was using a 12-pound bar. I go, yeah, we, you, you lifted a 12-pound bar for an hour up and down? I go, of course you're burning out your muscle. And she's like, well, these other women were. I go, if they're bigger than you, then you know maybe you should go lighter. I go, is anyone going lighter? And she goes, well, a couple women were using nothing at all. I wasn't gonna do that, but they had lighter bars. So now I said, well, did the lady know it was your first time? And she said, yeah, she knew it was some first timers. Dude, do you think it's the trainer's responsibility to say, hey, listen, you might not want to go with a bar that heavy because uh, it's your first time, and even though you think you can do it now, and you're going to burn yourself? Or is it just like, guy, you know, work out at your own risk? Is the trainer resp- if I were, I said, if I worked out with a trainer like that, and I was that sore the next day, I'd fire the trainer. Well, is this in for down here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're not firing her. I'm just talking like... No, no, no. I, she's I, a I, nice I, lady and it was a good workout, but I mean, come on. I got to get full full information here before I give you my my opinion. Right. And seeing that it is in for Donia, that she goes to this class, and I have to say this, and I think all the listeners are thinking this as well, but... What type of quality trainer are you going to get in your town? You know, I got to say, it's been three years now. Sometimes you come to Buffalo, you can make a trip the 45 minutes down here and take a look at the town. We got we got a fine dining restaurant, the brick, brick restaurant, beautiful. We got a few museums. We have people in the know, dude. We got yoga. We got physical therapy. We, we got things, man. We got, no, we got a lot of people running. People run all over. But no, 
You're not gonna get a guy who trains Brad Pitt for his next film. You're not yeah, getting that guy. I, I know you're not getting that guy, but I'm, what I'm saying is, uh, you know, it's you're not gonna get. Uh, you're right. What are you, you know? <laughs> what do you think? You only get top of the line in Chicago, L.A., and New York. That's it. Yeah, you know, you get people that, by the way, the brick, looking at the reviews here on Yelp, yeah. God, impressive. The brick room, 31 yeah. reviews and a four and a half out of five star. Modern yeah. American cuisine, a lot of five stars, look like they got a great little fish sandwich with some kettle chips. Uh, is that like red sign out front? Casual yeah. cuisine and spirits? It's about uh, a quarter mile up the block from my home. You come visit, we have a few drinks on the on the newly finished porch. We walk up there. You come here, dude, it's like you're at an inn. <laughs> so I gotta say, I went into my coffee shop yesterday called Kashia. That's a coffee shop in town where I hang out. Now I bring, I bring my own mug because I usually don't finish my coffee there and I like to bring it with me so I don't use, the, you know, they have homemade mug, you know, their own mugs. Uh, so, I bring my mug the other day and it's a Starbucks mug. And my boy Tony, who owns the place, is behind the counter and he sees it, he goes up, he looks at the mug and he's like, Starbucks mug? I go, Tony, I, I'd see it this way. It's like that great scene in Bull Durham when Susan Sarandon's banging Tim Robbins, calling out Kevin Costner's name. And she goes, would you rather have me banging Costner, calling out your name? Or banging you, calling out? I go, I'm walking in with the Starbucks mug, but I'm drinking Kashi of coffee, bro. <laughs> Now, the mug, yeah. is it a, like a porcelain mug with a, yes. without a top? Or is this yes. like a mug that you would walk around the house in with? Well, I mean, I walk around everywhere with it. I water my lawn now with it. I, wait, I sit out wait, there and water wait, my lawn with my vape. and my. It's, <laughs> it's and not my a thermos? What? It's not a thermos? No, it's the th it's the it's the ceramic mug that look you know it's all white and tall and it's got the Starbucks symbol yeah, and then the yeah, ceramic yeah. cap. Yeah, you, you don't leave the house with that, do you? I only drink coffee out of ceramic, bro. Yeah, but like to the place you bring it. I bring it into the comedy clubs. What? Yeah. What do you think? Wait, no drinking Oh yeah, no, they sometimes they give you coffee in the glass. In a glass? Oh, man. I never heard of this, man. Yeah, I bring in my own thing, you know. And I said to him, too, I go, you know, Tony, look at it this way, too. I mean, how insulting is this to Starbucks? Yeah, I'll, I'll use your dumb cup, but only to fill up with another man's coffee. <laughs> you know? And then, by the way, so, and this is why these individual-owned stores are great. So I'm in there and I'm working the other day and, and I don't like the music and it usually has Pandora. And I go up to him, I'm like, dude, I'm not really into the jazz. Unless somebody requested it in here, can we get some lyrics, man? And he goes, well, what kind of music? I go, what do you always have on? You always have like this folky stuff on, man. I, I dig that. And he goes, I, I think I know what channel you like. So he puts the channel on and after like 10 minutes, it's like what you like, a little housey. Yeah. So I go back up. I go, Tone, that's not the channel. And he goes, it's the channel. They just go go off beat on us sometimes. And they, I, I go, is there any way to let Pandora know that we're not liking the route that they're going? <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, I can thumb down it. So then they move away from it. I go, yeah, get away from this. Get away from this. 
So bro, about, and I go, great, perfect. So about 20 minutes later, I'm done. I go to leave. I'm not kidding you. I'm halfway through the parking lot. He comes out, PD, and I look up and it's Tony. And he goes, did the music, did we not get it? Did we not get it where you wanted it? And I go, oh no, bro, it was perfect. I gotta go. I just had to go, man, but thanks. I'll see you this weekend. They don't run out of the parking lot in Starbucks because they're like, you left abruptly. Is everything okay? Yeah, no, that's a nice touch when they come out and they're really concerned about what type of music uh, you like. However, I think the reason he came out because all the customers were over at Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> He's going, shit, I'm losing my one guy. Get him in here. Tell him I'll hire Neil Diamond to sing acoustic if he'll fucking stay. Oh, man. <sighs> Oh, man, speaking of coffee, and then I'm bringing it right back to you because I've been babbling here, but a um, guy named Danny Purdy, I had to point this out, P-E-R-D-E, Danny, uh, again, like you, I'm not getting a dime for this. Guy reaches out, tells me he makes coffee. He started his coffee company called Bruder's Coffee. He's like, I know you drink coffee. I'll send you some coffee if you want. He, send it, he sent me coffee, and I'm like, dude, don't send me the whole beans because I don't have a grinder. And he's like, well, that's how you really send good coffee. He's like, I'll send you a bag ground, but then I'll send you whole beans. You got to get them ground because that's how it tastes best. So, dude, I had to go to Tops with the ground coffee in my in my coat. And when no one's looking, I used their grounder and ground my coffee and fucking put it back in my coat. <laughs> <laughs> Am I going to buy a grounder? <laughs> yeah, when, when you get arrested for that, what did I really do? I borrowed your grounder. So, uh, but anyway, unbelievable coffee, man. You can only go to Instagram to check this coffee out. Bruder's Coffee, B-R-U-D-E-R-S, coffee. And 10% of all proceeds go to uh, helping out children with heart conditions very near and dear to this guy's uh, family. He's dealing with something like that. And uh, God bless him. And Danny, the coffee was fantastic, bro. Thanks for sending it my way. Okay. That's unbelievable, the connection you have with the, with the listeners. Oh, yeah, man. I, I give everyone my address. Why, why not? I mean, it's like I can, you can Google it two seconds anyway. Shit. <laughs> Dude, I didn't, I didn't tell you. The other day, I'm out on my front lawn because I reseeded. The Amish guys tore up my lawn with that machine. So I reseeded, and I got to water it twice a day. I got stakes around it. I, the, the fucking kids have no respect for your seated lawn. It's insane. My daughter and her friends are like, they, I'm like, do you not see the fucking rope? Jesus. <laughs> They're playing hide and seek, standing in my seat. Some kid, I go running over to yell at him before I can get to him. He's gone. So I call over the other girl who's older, and I go, keep everyone off the seat, Brooklyn, all right? But, um, so my point, bro, is, um, I'm watering the lawn, lady walks by, you know, our age, whatever, you know, with her husband, uh, or with another woman, we're working out, walking, and she waves, I say hello, and then she stops and she goes, uh, I listen to the show, and I'm like, what show? And she's like, the podcast, my, my son-in-law listens when we're in Ohio, he told us about it, and I just have to say, the roof with the Amish, we would die, and, and then two other neighbors came by and said the same thing, I gotta watch what I say about the town, bro. Why? They're all listening. Well, why do you gotta want? Just, this is what the fun part about it. Oh man, my neighbor's got the truck on the front lawn. It's driving me nuts. I can't take it. Still with the truck? 
I just, and Jackie's like, dude, let it go. It's life. I come out, bro. I look left, my lawn, I'm loving it. I look right, I see that truck and just steam, bro. Coming yeah. out of my head. You like that, right? Yeah, I, I don't understand people that park on their lawn. I never did. Uh, people that have like a lot of stuff on the lawn. I think the lawn should just be the lawn. I don't think you should put like seats out there or, you know, you see some of these homes you drive past and the lawn almost looks like a, like a junkyard almost. It's unbelievable. It's, it's supposed to be a representation of you, man. Have a little pride. I, I've seen other neighbors lately doing stuff on their property, and I'm convinced it's because of what we're doing. They're stepping up their game because I'm stepping up my game, man. Yeah, you elevate everybody's property because you got people hanging off the roof. You're out there planting seed. You you got that... Uh, you know, that, that damn truck that you drove down the street. People see stuff at your home. Yeah, I just had three. Yesterday, I, I hauled three yards of dirt, dude, all day long, laying down the lawn. You know when you get in your new house, you don't want to dump next to you. People need to take some pride in the home. Like you're saying, when you're done with something on the lawn, put it back, man. Yeah, put it back. It's just unbelievable. No, I hear you, man. I hear Out, you. Indoor furniture. This is what drives me nuts. Indoor furniture on the outdoor porch. Oh, you ever see an, a couch? A yeah. couch on... Oh. Here we go. Lou, can we get the music, please? Italian takes. Sears, department store, bro. It's, uh, it's struggling, and it's looking pretty much guaranteed now. Looks like Sears is going to shut down completely no more mm. Sears and I was just wondering if from an emotional standpoint you know being a child of the 70s do you have any do you feel anything for that is there any when I read that I was uh, I was like ah, yeah. anything? doesn't doesn't bother me whatsoever I mean oh. uh, I think Sears they just didn't keep it up, man. They just didn't keep up with the game. Plus, the way things are going now, I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of these department stores start shutting their doors with everybody ordering online and stuff like that. Basically, these brick-and-mortar stores have become a, uh, a showroom for people to go try the stuff on or go look at a barbecue, and then they get it cheaper off a website. Yeah, it's almost like just a place to go to have something to do, right? The yeah. mall, you know, yeah, someday the mall's not even going to have a cash register. It's just windows. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, it's interesting because, you know, down with another giant, down with another nostalgia. I uh, did a little homework for the Pete and Sebastian show, and I put together just five of these here. I want you to tell me if you think they still exist in America or not. Uh, Howard Johnson, the restaurant, Hojo's. Mmm, wow. Alright, Yes. Yes, there are two left in the in the world. They're both in America. One is in Lake George, New York, and one is in Banger, Maine. How wow. Hojo's hangs on. Yes. Wow. Uh, how about uh Blockbuster video? Oh, oh, maybe a few left. There are a few left. They are almost exclusively in, a, in Alaska. 
they're still kind of rocking in Alaska because wow. they have they have what are called bush rates, which make them popular in Alaska. I bet you don't know what a bush rate is. No, not at all. When you live out in the bush and you rent the video, there's no way you're getting back with it the next day. It's like, I, I gotta wait till the fucking river freezes over before I can get this shit back. So you get what's called bush rates, where you can bring it back months later. That's great. Yeah, Nathan's, Nathan's Hot Dogs, do the restaurant stand still exist? It is in business. Yes, always it have is. The, uh, the contest there, the hot dog eating contest every year out there in, uh, was that, Coney Island? Yeah, that'd be a fun thing to go to. Jackie's always grossed out when it comes on the news. She's like, who would do that? Who would go to it? Would you? Would you? No. I mean, I wouldn't go there for it, but if you were in Coney Island hanging out that day and someone's like, dude, around the bend is the hot dog eating contest. Want to go watch? E- I would never do that. Have you, not do it, but have you Have you ever seen no, a food eating contest? I would never go contest? there. I would never go to an eating contest. <laughs> You've never seen one, neither have I. No, I've never seen people like just a pie eating contest for charity. Nothing. Well, actually, I was involved in uh, in in one for a couple of times uh, up at uh, Lana's parents have a place up in North Carolina that we go every summer, and they have a watermelon eating contest that I've oh, been. Oh, that's right, dude. We talked about in. that. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. If you were going to do that, if you really, like, you needed money and it was on the line, what would be, and, it's, and it was one of these where you have, like, an hour to eat the most you can, what would be the one best chance you have? Like, I can probably eat more of this than anybody or most people. Do you have anything specific? I mean, if you're literally going <laughs> to risk your health and just fucking go, eat, eat, eat. It, is it... Speed eating or no, no. The who can eat the most within one hour? So it is speed eating to a yeah. certain extent, but one hour, you know, that's you can't just stuff hot dogs down straight for one hour. So it's more of a pacing yourself. I would think it would be slices of pizza. I was gonna say you had a ice cream, but man, I'm right there with you. Fold them up, bang them down. Don't you think you could eat a lot of pizza? Dude, I've eaten a whole pie. I honestly have. If it's thin enough, too. And I like when I eat pizza on pizza night, when I'm done, almost every time I have to stuff in my face, I look right at Jackie and I go, everything I just ate, I go, I could do that again right now. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, <laughs> You ever eaten pizza and you think, yeah, this is after this, this is, I'll be full. And then you eat it and you look down and you're almost disappointed that there's like one slice left because you feel like I could keep doing this. It's just so good. Oh, it's just it's I taught my brother living in the city, we would always at the end of the night drink and you get your pizza on the way home, you get like four slices or something. And I, I learned early on I get a slice for the walk so that when I get home I didn't burn my order. I just burned the walk slice. So I order four and I get home and then I only have three because I suck one down for the walk. That's what you do. You open up the box. You take oh. one out, close the box, and drop that one on top of the box. So that, And you're walking, balancing it. That's like your oh, table. Oh, wow. It's like your plate. Yeah, it's your plate, man. Yeah, oh, man. Oh, what a, what a nice touch. 
Oh yeah, pizza is just, I oh, mean, this is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. So, uh, last one, Sizzler. Are there any more Sizzler restaurants? Well, there's one that just closed here. I, I, I live near one. Uh, I'm gonna say yes, there are. They're. Yeah, they're sadly, they're down to 40, but the good news is, the good news is they're thriving in Australia. Mm. And you're on your way. Oh, crikey, mate. I'm on your way. I have something similar. I'm gonna give you a couple people's names and I want you to tell me if they're dead or alive. Have we done this yet? No, we haven't done this old car drive game. <laughs> is this is this hack in the radio world? Eh, well, we're not on radio and we're not hacked, so let's just do I'm gonna it. Give you two, I'm gonna give you two people. All right. Bob Barker from The Price is Right. Alive. You got it. I know I got it. Remember one of our earlier casts that drove past his house? Yeah, but that, that was what four years ago. The guy could have passed away. He could, I would have read about it. I would have read about it. Yogi Berra, alive. Yeah, wow. Actually dead. No. Yep, September twenty second, two thousand fifteen. Really? Maybe you didn't hear about it. You've been away a long time. They didn't go up there and tell you. Yeah, it's about six, what, eh, seven months ago, he died. Eight, nine months ago. I didn't, I didn't even have a chance to mourn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, so those are my two little game right back at you. Not that we were getting to get involved in that, but, uh, you know, just keeping people uh, sharp and, and up to date. Dude, I'm reading the news. So it's like, you know, I'm not splitting the atom over here either. I'm just busting balls. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta ask, you know, here's, a, here's an Italian take, dude. You're one of your bands. I mean, you like this band. You went to see them the weekend. Pulled, pulled out of their performance on Kimmel because Trump was on the same episode of Kimmel. So they didn't want to be on the same stage of the same show as Kimmel. What's shame, your take? On, shame, shame on the weekend. Right, man? I mean, what do you think? You're the Beatles? You're making a political statement? Yeah, you do the show. Shut your mouth, do the hey. fucking show. Prince and Michael Jackson were still alive. You'd be tap dancing on a fucking carnival cruise. I know. <laughs> because I'd, I'd probably be fucking drinking a beer with you at the pool. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, give me a break, man. Come on, the weekend. Fuck. They're losers. They're just losers. All right. Uh, Obama is going to rent a mansion where him and his family giant giant beautiful mansion in a suburb of dc when he retires uh what's your take on the president renting uh, i'm sure he's got enough money maybe he just doesn't know where he wants to go just yet All maybe right. he's I just kind of hanging out what do you think is uh his net worth is obama Eight million? $12.5 What does he make, 400 grand a year for president? Imagine they Wait. all didn't get the same. Imagine like when Obama came in, they're like, yeah, you ain't getting what Bush got, so wrap your head around that guy. <laughs> don't, you, don't you think the president's salary should be, you know, based on the person coming in, like what they get, <laughs> north or south? <laughs> yeah, like why is it like, one? Like why is it one salary? 
like, shouldn't you get, like, if you're coming to the table with a lot of credentials, it's like any other job. Well, we're going to give you, you know, $2.8 million. You're going to get a nice uh, benefit package. You'll get a company car. I mean, don't you think, uh, but you got what he has access to, I just, if the president wants to take the plane to, uh, I don't know, Florida for the weekend. Right. Does he have to have that okayed? Or is that yeah. just at his disposal? I often wondered that too. Like, like, like if he just came out and said, me and the missus want to dine in Paris tonight, make that happen. Yeah, does that just happen? Why? Well, yeah, right. I mean, I mean, I would think he doesn't have to. I mean, can he just wake up and go to the press secretary? Uh, I'm I'm going on a safari for two weeks. I'm shutting it down completely. Just tell everybody goodbye. I'm leaving right now. I mean, can someone say what? You can't go. Yeah, I, I don't know. It'd be interesting to find out if he just has full range of what he wants to do. Does he carry around a wallet? Yes. You think he has a wallet in his pocket? Or you think he, do you think he, have, he has cash on him at all times? A little cash? He has a wallet and cash. You think Obama carries cash? Yeah, he's got to. When was the last time you used cash? I got cash flush in my... My wallet constantly. Well, that's because it's an Italian thing. I mean, it's a man thing to have cash. But, I mean, are you actually using the cash that often? Let alone if you're the president. When is the president ever going to be pulling out a 10 spot? Tip? (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) No. (laughs) Oh, God. Come on. He he ain't tipping. (laughs) Well, even if he wanted the tip, let's say he ate at a, a nice restaurant, you know, and afterwards he hugs the owner and he looks over at the waiter and says it was fantastic. Do you think he pulls out a 20 or whatever, or, or a hunch, or do you think he looks at his secret service and says, take care of Antonio? I don't know. I would think it would be cool if I was the president. I'd walk around and give out my own tips. Does the president pay for meals, do you think? I, you know, I mean... No, he doesn't pay for meals. And as far as the tip goes, I mean, the tip is that you got to meet and see and touch the president of the United States. I should charge you ten bucks. Nah, that ain't gonna pay the bills, man. I don't care who the hell you are. You start throwing out some money. I got, I got a phone bill to pay. So what are you saying? What do you mean you got a phone bill to pay? I when understand. I was a waiter, I didn't care who the hell you were. Oh yeah, you're gonna tell me that. Well, President Obama came to your table and you waited on him. And at the end, your boss was like, yeah, we didn't charge them or anything because it's the president, so there's no bill, there's no tip, there's just no nothing. Are you going to be, like, more pissed about that than you are excited that you met and shook hands and served the president of the United States? Again, the president of the United States, me seeing him, would not pay the phone bill I gotta pay. So, if the thing is comped, somebody's gotta start whipping out some bread. There you go, you can't even tell people you met the president if you don't got a phone to make the call. (laughs) All right. Oh, man. 
Uh, by the way, Rob Lowe taking over probably with the live with Kelly Ripper. Any thoughts on that? Really? Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's a good match. No? I guess. I don't really. I got no problem with Rob Lowe, I suppose. Why? Were you a stray hand guy? I thought I'd get a call. If the right people heard the cast, I, you know, I mean, maybe the F-bomb scared him away. They didn't think I could clean that up. Good old Cal. Uh, oh, no, God. I wasn't a straight hand guy. I thought that was ridiculous. That, that was, a, I mean, just he's pretending to care about things that you know he didn't care about. I thought that was ridiculous. Yeah, that was a little uh, far-fetched. Uh, last Italian take, man. This takes place in Arasas, Brazil. I thought this was interesting. Arasas, Brazil. Apparently, uh, this outdoor area, they kept hearing these sounds of like what sounded like little kittens. And finally, after the second day, it couldn't be ignored, even though the cops wouldn't do anything. They had to jackhammer up the ground. And underneath, trapped under the cement of this establishment, they found kittens. Mm. Now, if you owned a restaurant in, let's say, like New York City or something, and people were hearing kittens before you opened up that day, and it's only you and your staff, and you're like, you know, we can. there's other means of making these kittens stop other than dropping 30 grand to rip up the floor and losing two days of business. I mean, is that even a question? Wouldn't you look at your staff? I know, I'll, I'll say it first. I look at everyone on my staff and be like, this does not get out. But uh, we have to terminate these fucking kittens. <laughs> Dude, I got marble floor. You want me to jackhammer up the marble floor for two kittens? That, by the way, when we pull them up, we're all going to look at each other and go, well, who the fuck wants these things now? I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, God. I'm just saying, man. It gets ridiculous. And then it's like, if you don't rip up your floor to get the kittens, you're a bad guy, right? Yeah, I see it both ways, but I mean, come on. Can't you get the kittens out of there some way other than ripping the floor out? That was the only way to get them up. Insurance didn't cover the floor, so you were kind of on your own with that. Like, I mean, you're, you're talking about needing $10 tip after serving the president. I mean, you're talking about a restaurant owner here, man. You know, he's going to lose two days business for kittens. It's like... These are the questions we bring up and talk about on the Pete and Sebastian Yeah, I, I, I mean... You'd have to say, yeah, you would rip up the floor to save the kittens to be, not to look like some animal. That's why I'm saying the restaurant didn't open yet. Everyone there are the people you trust. They've been family and friends working with you a long time. They don't want to lose tip money that day. Nobody wants these kittens to die, but I mean, geez, we don't even know if they're going to get the floor refixed in two days. This could end up being a week worse of lost wages for two kittens. Uh, I'd have to agree with you. You just turn a blind eye and, and start serving the uh, the cocktails. That's it. That's, I mean, you know, well, you know, you don't want to have in the middle of a dinner. Everyone hears the kittens. <laughs> 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 so that's what we do. That's Italian take. That's that. That was good, man. Good, uh, good Italian take. I enjoyed it. Here's one. Went over to my sister's. She had a brand new kitchen put in and uh, you know, like a little, not housewarming party, but we went over there uh, late Mother's Day, spent Mother's Day over there. Dude, um, kitchens are so expensive, huh? It's bad, man. Yeah, right? It is unbelievably how expensive these ch kitchens are. But uh, 
She had a flood over there, so they had to replace the entire kitchen. The insurance oh. paid for it, thank God. But uh, she's back in her house. She was displaced a little bit as well. So we went over there, and Lana and I drank a little bit too much. So uh, we slept over. We had to do a sleep job. Nice, over man. Over at the sister's house. She put us in her guest room, and i got to say, the bed was... Bed in the guest room was so hard that the floor was softer. You ever get in one of these beds? Yeah, my mom has them when you visit her. It's almost like you want to come down and be like, is that just a decoration? Yeah, I don't know. This goes out to people who have like a quote unquote extra room or guest room. I don't know why that room gets neglected as far as bed type and thread count on the sheets I felt like we were in there I felt like sandpaper I, I agree with that my mom's sheets are that way very hard now did it affect the sleep? affect the sleep? I woke up at 4 o'clock in the morning I turned to Lana, she was wide awake and I said, you want to get out of here? <laughs> but we couldn't yeah. leave we couldn't leave because the alarm was on so we had to we had to you know wait till six forty five to get the hell out of there. Had brush burns on your elbows. Oh my God! It was and hot. She had a she had a fan, and I I don't know how you feel about this. You could I'm, I'm sorry, you couldn't leave because the alarm was on. I'm still laughing at that. Fucking NBC, are you hearing this, you yo-yos? So. We gotta call Danza to help break them out. <laughs> you know, anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, no. So we, um, I don't know how you feel about this, but Lana and I differ in opinion here. Uh, do you have a fan, an oscillating fan or a ceiling fan in the bedroom? And if so, do you sleep with it on? Funny you bring that up. We pulled it out for the first time last night. We have uh, full uh, air conditioning built into the home, you know, central air. Mm-hmm. But sometimes Jackie just likes to go with a fan. We got an old floor metal fan. It's quiet as a mouse, man, and it's a great fan. But I don't, I don't like the slight breeze on me. I don't like that steady breeze. I'm not a fan guy. I'm, I, I don't, and I don't like the. It's on me and then it's off me. I don't mm-hmm. like that. I don't, I'm not a fan guy. I'd either rather go with air condition or, or screen windows. Oh God! What about yourself? I'm there with you, man. I don't like anything blowing on me. No, when, right? When I'm sleeping, uh, Lana likes the air conditioning. On like you know, I get up at 67 degrees. What are we hanging meat in here? Freezing. Oh, that's nice. I like that. I like to need covers. I like to almost if you close your eyes and don't think about it, you think it's February, man. That's nice. Wow. No, I like it cold, but I don't like anything blowing on me. No, I hear you. So this fan thing, we had to put the fan on. And I couldn't fall asleep because A, the fan was on, B, the bed, the sheets, the whole thing was a nightmare in there. And then I gotta ask you this, what you got in your home. In the guest room, if I were to stay at your house and you put me in a room, is there a bathroom attached to that room? 
or is it in the hallway or how does that work no you have you, you have if you stay in my home you have the best setup you have your own guest room with two tw a beautiful very very comfortable twin bed uh, more than twin a full bed and then underneath it eh, I don't know if this is for you but it slides out a trendle just as comfortable now you have the whole room if you leave that room and come out into the sitting area I close which is a giant living room I close both sets of uh, pocket doors big old wooden doors so you actually have a big living room also to yourself mm. then off the bedroom is a bathroom also completely to yourself shower tub everything and we stay upstairs you're downstairs I don't see you until you come into my kitchen full presentation Wow what a nice way to live that's what I'm saying. Get down here. We'll do the brick restaurant at night. Actually, it's an Italian joint we'll go to, but yeah. And by the way, I just have to say, what a compliment to your sister. When somebody stays over your home, they need to crash there. There's, there's no other compliment to say, I'm having such a good time, I can't even drive home. I, I, I'm beyond that point. That's so well, no matter. Well, let, 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 me, let me get more into the story. I wanted to talk to you about the bathroom because what the, she had in the bathroom. What do you want, the median I, at a fucking highway? What? Yeah, the median at a 405 or something? Why? Did you, what, did you hear like a truck? Yeah, her traffic for a bit. Oh, okay, I don't know. Maybe, maybe. No, it's, uh, I live uh, on a street, so. You're inside? Yeah. All right. I, I can't hear anything. I got the, the headphones on. Oh, all right. I thought maybe you doing a patio hang or something. No, no. Uh, my sister had bar soap in the uh, bathroom. <laughs> Are you into this? I use bar soap. Yeah, but like, so you got like, uh, like a bar soap holder that you put <coughs> that back into? Or do you leave it on the sink itself? No, we got a, oh, no, in the shower I have a, a bar dove and a little thing that it goes on, and Jackie keeps it crystal clean. We don't do soap scum in the home, but yeah, I go with bar soap. No, like I'm talking about if I'm in your guest room, is yeah. there liquid soap or is there a bar? Oh, no, there's a nice chunk of purple bar soap, but it's brand new, and once you leave, it's gone. As a matter of fact, when the Amish were using my toilet, the first day, I said to Jackie, oh, fuck, I think they used the orange, the, the purple bar soap. And I went in, and they didn't, so I took it away, and I got them some hand soap, like, you know, you'd see at a gas station restroom. Put that shit there. <laughs> you put the shit soap in? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I have bar soap for guests, but then that will be your soap for your entire stay. Is I don't know okay? about that move, man. Oh, man, you gotta I get can't a nice win with you. Soap. We gotta get a liquid soap in there. But then, you, what do you do when when you do the pump? My hand is wet. Then I pump, and now I'm getting wet all over the place. Nah, oh. you 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 put the sink on before you even wet your hands. You do a couple pumps. You get the soap going, and then you wash your hands that way. You don't have to. It's all neat and clean. You gotta get some liquid soap in the bathroom, people. By the way, she had bar. The what? She had a bar. She had a bar. <laughs> And my mother likes bars, so I, I know why she had it in there, because my mother likes the bar, and she stays over there a lot because she babysits the kids. But I don't know what the hell bar soap 
she gets, and my mom's got this problem too. You ever look at bar soap and then it starts to almost, for lack of a better word, start to deteriorate where there's like cracks in it, like it's like a, uh, it starts to crack. You ever get this bar soap? <laughs> yeah, man. What the fuck is that? Swearing down, man. Yeah, come on. Liquid soap, man. Come on. Now, when you take a shower with the bar soap, how do you wash your body? Do you do you lather up your hands or do you take the bar and actually rub it across your skin? I take the second one. I rub the bar over every inch of my skin. Arm up and down, you know, drop it a few times, pick it up, get every inch, get the feet, put it down. Little shampoo. I got a little pert, which has got uh, shampoo and conditioner in one. So I do. I take a shower in like shit, ten, fifteen seconds. I'm in and out. I break records. What? Yeah, I save. I'm saving it for my lawn. Saving that water for my lawn. Yeah, no, I take quick showers because, especially because upstairs right now we got one of those old claw tubs, and we have. Oh, the plumbing. We have what you made fun of once on the show. We have like a hot and a cold. Mm-hmm. And you got to time them. You got to like, you know, it's like working a combination on a goddamn safe to get yeah. them just right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and I'm either scorching, burning, or else it's freezing cold. And and then if you if you make it go too fast, too much water rushes up and the whole pipe starts to shake. The whole house goes. And then Jackie will yell out, "Guy, how long's it been? You don't know how to use it." And I'm like, "I know how to use it." So you got to do a slowly let the water ease into the pipe. So that's our last renovation project. So having said that, Jackie takes a shower at the same time every night, and if I can get up there right as she's finishing. I don't have to deal with the knobs. I just get in on her shower. She gets out and I get oh, in. Yeah, she's got it set. Yeah, that's how much I hate it. But uh, that's it, dude. Why? What do you got? I need to know how many products. All right, first of all, you got, you probably do liquid soap into some sort of a sponge to rub on the body. Yeah, I got a liquid job I do, and then I throw that in like a. Uh, Either a sponge or a loofah, whatever I got in there. <laughs> you treat yourself good, dude. Why? I mean, uh, no, it's good. We all should do this, right? Yeah, I don't know. And then I got a uh, three-step process I do with my hair, uh, and this is for people that are thinning. I recommend this product. Again, we're not getting paid. It's called Nioxin. You ever uh, use anything like this? Oh, you got a full head of hair. You don't have to worry about it. But it's Nioxin. It's a shampoo, conditioner, and then it's like a leave-in conditioner. It's like a three-step thing. And you have to leave it on each one for two minutes. So I got to plan it out. When I do the two-minute on the shampoo, I brush my teeth in the shower, by the way. Did we go over this? We may have. I don't remember, but yeah, I, I like it. I brush my teeth in the shower. I, I, I like it because... It's uh, no mess. You know, all the shit drops. Uh... By the way, when I brush my teeth in the shower, I got toothpaste everywhere. It's down my fucking stomach. It's everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I feel I could be a little bit more aggressive with the teeth brushing if I'm in the shower opposed to if I'm doing it by the sink. I get no splash up on the mirror. None of that. Everything's self-contained in the shower. I feel like, uh, well, actually, I tend, I try to floss outside whenever possible. I go out on a porch because I really like to fling that shit. Like, get the guy when I'm in the confines of my bathroom. I can't fling like I want. 
But I gotta say, I bet there are women, if you've always taken care of your teeth this way, there have probably been women through the years that just dated you just because it was so fantastic to make out. I mean, just a mountain of freshness. I have never, have you made out with them? It's fantastic. It's like chew and try it. <laughs> Oh, God. So I did a three-step process. So each step, I have to have another activity to do while it's sitting on my hair. So for the first two minutes, I brush my teeth. I do a rinse job. Then I do the conditioner for another two minutes. While that's on, I do, you know, my, um, my body. And then, do you have face wash or do you use the same bar of soap on your face? No, no, I do have face wash, and that's a push bottle and some stuff Jackie has with a blue push bottle and a white, I forget what it's called, but yeah, it's face soap. Okay, yeah. and lastly, do you wash your back with some type of back scrubber? No, I rub the bar of soap on my back, I balance it and do a run across below my shoulder blades, and then I grab it and come under and do a a rub with the bar on my lower back. I don't know how you get the back with the hands, the whole back. That's why I bought this nice scrub brush. I put a little soap in that puppy, and I scrub the back like it's going out of style. Yeah, but I mean, I, I've never been in a situation in my entire life where I've smelled someone on a bus and it's like, that guy didn't wash his back. <laughs> I mean, it's the back doesn't. It's like it's like you're washing a car and you're rubbing the windshield for 45 minutes. The back is not a huge issue, man. Oh, the I back mean, is a lot of where a lot of sweat happens from, and uh, I got to get that clean, man. Well, I, I, I mean, I don't want to get too graphic, but I've had to show demonstrations with Jackie where I can use, I mean, the, the, the whatever soap in the world I think is a man take care of the private area. And, you know, there's still a scent of a man's private area. It's unbelievable. I mean, you can't... There's not even a split second where you get out of a shower and someone wouldn't know if they close their eyes what they're near. You have to right down there. <laughs> I mean, is there a product where they go get... It gets that man smell out. Oh. That's a smell of desire, my lady. God, no, it smells like... Like a used diaper filled with Indian food. Oh! Ugh. Smells like Bigfoot's dick! Oh. When you wish upon a star, make no difference who you are. My brother's in Disney World right now with the whole family. He's got a timeshare, he goes every year. All right. Yeah. Uh, Could you ask him about this timeshare deal? They love it, dude. He goes literally on the phone yesterday. He goes, he goes. We're staying at a hotel. He has three boys. He goes. The hotel has a pool that's like a lake where you slowly, gradually get into it. And I was like, oh yeah, I've seen those. But he goes, no, no. He goes, but the whole pool is sand. The whole bottom of the pool is sand. There's a giant pirate ship in the middle of the pool that's like a sinking pirate ship with a giant slide. He goes. If everything goes according to plan, by one o'clock I'll be sliding down that slide. <laughs> Jeez. Have you been to this thing? No, he just got a couple of years ago. I, I, I say no, we're like not Disney World people will never go, Jackie and I always say, but I don't know, man. My daughter's pretty close with his kids, so maybe one day we will. But not by choice, man. And here's the fun, here's why I bring it up. My mom and dad, and this is like kind of how they 
this is what they do. This is my mom, passive aggressive kind of stuff. My brother goes, he's got a two bedroom timeshare. So he invites my mom and dad if they want to come to Disney World. He's like, you don't have to go to the park all the time, whatever you want to do, but you have your own bedroom, your own bathroom, if you want to come with us. So they go, oh, okay. So they're going to go. My brother's going for a week. So then they go, okay, we're going to stay with you for three days, three nights or two nights, and then we're going to stay at the Hilton, some Hilton, the Hilton chain. They, they go to them all the time. That's supposedly a nice Hilton there or something. And so then I'm talking to my mother and I go, so you're just going to see them for a couple of days? And she's like, no, no, we're just going to go to another hotel. But, you know, we'll go back and forth. They'll come to us. We'll go to them and stuff like that. So then I'm on the phone with my brother and I go, yeah, so mom and dad said you're going to go over there. He goes, yeah, I ain't going to that no Hilton. I'm not going there. I told him, you want to come, you could stay with me. You're going over to your Hilton. I go, I don't know, mom said they got a lazy river. He goes, yeah, they got, they got a lazy river. We got a lazy river. I got three kids. I'm not bringing them to Hilton. I go, how far is he? He goes, it's five minutes away, but I'm not. That wasn't the offer. The offer was the condo. Now you want to go to, I mean, the, the timeshare. Now you want to go to Hilton halfway through. That's cool, but you know, I'm not going to Hilton. So I get off the phone, Jackie's like, you should tell me you should probably go to Hilton just for a couple hours one day. I mean, you know, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, uh, go to the Hilton. Yeah, but I, I'd rather go to the Hilton anyway. If you invited me to stay at your home, right? Beautiful new home, it's done, you invite me and Jackie. Stay for three nights. Well, you wouldn't do that. Maybe two nights. Stay for two <laughs> nights. And I go, you know what? I'm going to stay a night at your place, and I'm going to stay a night once in the, you know, uh, up the hill at the blah, 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 at the chateau. Why don't you come up there? We'll have dinner at the chateau. Would you be the Lana? That's a, uh, you know. No. I'd go, but, you know, they want to go. That's one less night here. <laughs> well, I guess it might be different with parents, yeah. I don't know. Anyway, that's it. I'm tapped out. I'm sure you are. Uh, yeah, I got to get the pack in here. The next cast we're going to do is from Australia. Um, oh, that's exciting, man. Oh. From the land down under. Should have a kangaroo in tow. Uh, I do want to spit out some dates here. We added a show up at the Brigade on Friday night, uh, July 1st. <laughs> at 11 o'clock so check that out uh other than that oh and we do have a, a big fan base in australia uh, i'll be in melbourne on the second and sydney on the fourth of june so come to the show there and then we're off to italy for two weeks and uh so we'll be uh, we'll be doing this internationally for the next couple of weeks fantastic dude now what's the time difference in australia do you know off the top of your head so if it is, uh, let me see, you're in New York, New York, to what time do you think it is in Australia right now? I'm not even sure it's the same date, but I think, I think, are they, uh, aren't they ahead of us for New Year's Eve? So aren't they like 12 hours ahead of us? They're 14 hours ahead of New York, so it is Friday, 7.44 a.m. Wow, man. That's wild, dude. You got a whole day back practically when you land. Like, it'll be one date there. Yeah, that's cool. 
So that's cool. Do you uh, so you just reach out, let me know when you can, and we'll hook it up. Yeah, this is going through. Uh, this is going through me because our assistant, our last day is Friday, so uh, now all the phone calls go back to me. Oh man, <laughs> Catherine, you will be missed. All right, you will man. be missed, Catherine. And I'll be at the Syracuse Funny Bone June 9 through twelve. And then I'll be in Kansas City, Kansas at Stanford and Sons, June 23, 24, 25. Then on to Omaha. I'll be in Des Moines. I'll be in Hartford Funny Bone all this summer. And for you guys wondering or asking about Montreal Festival, I'm working with Brian Regan on Saturday, July 30th at the festival. And I'm going to be doing other shows that are still being scheduled out. I'll know those soon. Go to PeteCorielli.com for all dates, baby. Take care. Thanks for listening to the show, and have a great weekend. All right. Good hanging, bro. Later. Take care. The show has ended. I'm sorry. You couldn't leave because the lava's on. I'm still laughing at that. It's a fucking NBC. Are you hearing this, you yo-yos? (laughs) 